Dave. Oh. Happy Christmas. Thank you all. Happy Christmas to you too. What would you like for Christmas? I'd like a fat pile of cash, please. Mm, what else would you like for Christmas? Lots of trees. Where? In cities. Well, I've got good news for you, Dave, because there's a charity called... Trees for Cities. They are the only UK charity that work nationally and internationally to plant trees in cities. They're fab. They get local people involved in what they're doing, whether that's like revitalising forgotten spaces, just making the air quality better, obviously helping act climate change, or getting people excited about where their food comes from. Oh, they are fab. They are fab. Yeah, look, today, Trees for Cities has planted over a million trees across the world. And last year, they planted 200,000 trees. Well, Where, Dave? In cities. Correct. Uh, and so they are going great guns. Now, look, you can help them do even more. You can text plant. Plant. To plant a tree. Huh? Plant. Plant. To 70085. And that will help them plant one tree every month. All for six quid. That's not bad, is it? So what was that number again, Ol? Well, I'm glad you asked. It was 70085, and you've just got to text the word plant. Very good. Very good. Trees bon. <laughs> Trees, as you so rightly say, bon. Hello, ho, ho to you. <laughs> Welcome to Sustainer Bauble 162. Welcome yourself to Sustainer Bauble. We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast, normally called Sustainer Babble, uh, which is all about how just because things are all nosed up, no matter what time of year it is, we can still have a chuckle about it every now and then. Yes? Yes. Yes, but this is Christmas. So we're going to be doing our annual romp through all of the Sustainer Buble and the Sustainer Bauble babble out there. Yes? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. This week, we are going to be having a look at a newspaper advert that has created something of a ding-dong in Babel Towers, but not much of a ding-dong merrily on high, nice. uh, which is all about M&S putting a screen in a newspaper. We'll come on to that. What a load of guff. We're also going to be talking about what do you need to do when it's really cold, in, you know, in the bleak midwinter. What do you need to do there, Go to the pub. Go to the pub, that's correct. You also need to wear jumpers. Don't wear jumpers, Dave, they're full of plastic. Oh, We're going to talk about that. <laughs> now look, don't get too down because capitalism is here to bring joy to the world. Oh, In the shape nice. of Black Friday, oh, Cyber God. Monday and all of the shopping, people buying crap they don't need. We're going to talk about that. And finally, because this is, after all, the season, we're bringing the little people in your lives to the fore is what gives us meaning we're going to talk about toys that children can take away in their manger and not necessarily ruin the planet in the process yeah very good oh nice nice christmas carol theme there so just the usual disclaimer before any of that we do work for environmental charities don't we all yep but these are very much our own views so if anything that we say rubs you up the wrong way and makes you think you won't have a silent night oh. then don't complain to anyone that we work for, but just take it up with us. Yes? 
Right. Uh, well, um, hang on. We should probably mention. Yes. We're recording this on Czech's watch. Doesn't have date well, on it. Well, very early uh, in December. Early, early December. December. Yes. Early December. Yes. Before the election, crucially. And, and whatever else and happened. Before the huge societal breakdown that that triggered. So. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But just just so you know, just so you know, we you're don't know. Why we're not giving hot commentary on exactly what the Queen has done now or, you know, whatever, or stuff. And if she's dead, sorry about that too. <laughs> um, or if any other famous people are dead and you'd expect us to call, sorry about all of that. We don't know yet. It's not our fault. We recorded this early. We're probably in the pub as you listen. Sustainable of the year. So, Sustainer Bauble of the Year. Yes. This, have we really done five of these? <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> hell, this is the fifth year I we've done. Don't, I know. Yes, this is the fifth Sustainer Bauble, I think. But anyway, we've been at it for a while. Uh, what we normally do in Sustainer Babble of the Week is point to the egregious eco-guff. What companies and governments and even sometimes other people have a go at and say, look, this thing is green when it is not. Well, this year is Christmas. And what does Christmas mean? Pointless Pointless consumerism. That's right. Babble and guff. Now, you pointed this out. What on earth is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, friend of the babble, George Monbiot, wrote about this. Go back and listen to episode 97, where we have a chat with George Monbiot. Do that. Uh, This is where I encountered this story. And it's an extraordinary thing. So a newspaper, a free newspaper that is distributed both in the London Tube but also elsewhere around transport networks. Do we want to give it publicity? I mean, I suppose everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, well, it's it's the Metro. Metro. We might as well give it publicity. Yeah, because we're about to call them bastards. We're about to call them absolute in-hoffs. They decided, well, not they so much, but uh, Marks and Spencers decided they wanted to wrap the Metro in an advert. Now, anyone who's been on the Tube uh, in the last few years will have noticed that the front page of the Metro is not usually the front page of the Metro. It's a big advert, so you skip that. This one was a bit different because 5,000 copies were wrapped not only in an advert, but in an advert that contained its own disposable LCD screen. What? A couple of, it was about, maybe about two or three inches by two inches. Like a telly? A telly. A built-in telly, about the size of a Game Boy screen, to be honest. Attached to the front page of a newspaper. Built into the front page of the newspaper, which had preloaded on it Marks and Spencer's Go Jumpers Christmas ad, which was their advert. You know, everyone does a Christmas ad these days, but it was it was that was their advert, and it's all about Marks and Spencer's jumpers. And you press play and it had music on it. And they just dished out five thousand of these. Yeah, I'm talking to you, you trash-eating stink bags! Uh-oh. So an advert promoting sort of Christmas jumpers, essentially, which are basically single-use waste, we'll come well, on to that, to that. Uh, was wrapped around a free newspaper, which means that the whole metro is, uh, the tube is clogged up with papers that people haven't bought anyway. And it was packed full of like electronics and stuff, which is going to go into landfill or like a dolphin. So <laughs> all in all, fuck you, Marks and Spencers. And f*** you, the Metro. It's extraordinary, really. So they got called out on this. You know, a few people took to the great egalitarian social justice platform of Twitter uh, and said, <laughs> oh, excuse me, I think we'll find this is very unsustainable, including 
all. Um, <laughs> and uh, Marks and Spencer's replied by saying this. They didn't reply to me. I just like to add. No, that's true. They just said to someone else who was a bit less frothy this. We'd like to reassure you that the cover wrap and paper are widely recyclable and the video screens can be recycled via electrical appliance collection points. Oh, it's... Oh, oh. <laughs> so... Oh. <laughs> it's making my skin crawl. <laughs> what, they, what they're basically saying is, no, no, it's all right, you can recycle this stuff. It's like, yes, but that's not the point. A, because what are you doing putting this ridiculous tat on the front cover, which you know everyone's going to talk about. And so, you know, we're talking about it. We're advertising. Don't go to Marks and Spencers. Boycott Marks and Spencers as a result of this. That's what you want to do. If you shop in Marks and Spencers, Babble Army, this Christmas, you're bastards and you're not allowed to listen to us anymore. Unless you do a dirty protest in the avocado aisle. Do an avocado poo. Go into the avocado aisle, <laughs> take your trousers down and poo. Festive buns, a present from down below. Spreading joy with a howdy He's seen the love inside of you because he's a... The point is, if I, get, if I pick up a newspaper, which I'm just sort of in my bleary pre-Christmas state bumbling through London, I pick it up, and it's got a sodding Game Boy screen attached to it, I'm not going to go... Oh, it's all right, though, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this home and then I'm going to put it together with all my other electronic waste. And then when I next visit the local neighbourhood electronic waste recycling centre, I'll take it with me. Yeah. And I'll be fine. It will go into that. Um, so it's not a problem. It's, not it's a problem on the to-do list, isn't it? Yeah. It's like arrange lunch for 15 people, try to placate kind of weird relatives who want obscure presents but whatever you get them is wrong and organised trip to recycling centre in order to strip apart complex electronics that I've been given without asking for them that um, need to go in the bin or yeah and and they're only these things are only bad for the environment if I don't recycle it's them. your fault it's my Dave. fault it's my fault you were given a perfectly recyclable Game Boy screen for free for free you ungrateful bastards look what you can watch on it and you can't even be bothered to take it to one of up to three recycling centres in the country capable of doing this stuff no, it's not our fault you bastards <laughs> Now, the video in question... Oh, what, the bloody advert? The advert yes. on the game Which I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play it. And in fact, we should stop giving publicity to this. Stop reading out the name of the company. You heard it once. Don't go and shop there. Tell them they're bastards. Do We've, an avocado poo. Do an avocado poo. We have totally fallen for this. We are giving this thing publicity. That's what they wanted. We're idiots. We are in hoffs. It's our fault. Oh, damn. Yes. Well, that was uh, just about it for this week's Sustainable, because <laughs> that's basically what we're going to keep doing. Oh dear. Yeah, no, fair point. Uh, although I think, you know, their billion-dollar advertising campaign, cross-platform, bloody 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 is doing a pretty good job. Not anyway, the point is, the thing they're advertising is jumpers. Jumpers. Christmas bloody jumpers. There's a thing that never used to be a thing. When I was a kid, Christmas jumpers weren't a thing. I, did you, I imagine you did. Well, you probably had, like, Christmas hunting crops and things, didn't you? Like, but... Uh, I don't remember having to wear jumpers. Well, I mean, I did wear a jumper. <laughs> what? <laughs> what jumper? I mean, I wasn't sent around the streets of Acton in like a, with, a, with a stick and a... Dave, it's minus three. Nope. <laughs> I just... <laughs> you, your limbs have gone blue. Nope, not doing it. Please, sir. I want some more. What? We're in here right now and I'm going off to get drunk after this. I'm going to a party where Christmas jumpers are required. You have to go in a Christmas jumper. And on the point, I've got the jauntiest jumper I own. Well, it's not a Christmas jumper, but it's going to have to do, right? Because I am buggered if I'm going to buy a thing I don't 
I'm not going to wear for a second outside of Christmas. And that's that's even if you assume it's all been knitted together by like hemp covered angels of you know, all doing wonderful stuff and there's nothing wrong with it. But there are things wrong with it all. There's things wrong with it. Well, what are they, Dave? They're full of plastic, <laughs> apparently. So, yeah. The well, I'm not surprised. Start oh, yeah. of this month, a study came out um, that uh, 12 million jumpers, the Guardian covered this on the 6th of December, 12 million Christmas jumpers. jumpers. 12, 12 million Christmas jumpers. Oh, my God. 12 million. Think about that for a second. There are something like 40 million adults in the UK, <laughs> right? A considerable amount of which are old and decrepit and won't wear Christmas jumpers. That probably means like everyone on average is going to buy a Christmas jumper. And that means I'm not. So that means there's someone out there who's buying two Christmas jumpers. Well, it's a bit like that stat that was doing the rounds recently about bags for life. Oh, dear. On average, <laughs> yeah. each person in the UK owns 154 bags for life. Despite only having one life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suggests. We're such crazy. <laughs> Suggests they're not being used oh. for their intended lifelong and loyal oh, purpose. These people see us coming a mile off, don't they? <laughs> they really do. They know we're stupid bags of water, these companies. <laughs> What was I saying? You were saying how we were going to cover ourselves of being stupid bags of water in plastic Yeah, 12, jumpers. so 12 million jumpers being bought this Christmas, despite, it says here, 65 million already being owned by people in the UK. So on average, everyone has already got at least one Christmas jumper. On average, most people can go get another one. Um, ridiculous. Right, So that in and of itself is bad. Go back and listen to episode 144 oh, for more on fashion and the environmental impact of the fashion industry and why we should stop wearing clothes. Um, but <laughs> um, 95% of those jump- of the jumpers that were surveyed from places like Primark and George Asda and Topshop, so your high street sort of places, 95% of them have got plastic, either a bit or entirely, entirely made of plastic. So what's that, polyester? Something like that. I don't know. Which aside from me meaning that you're walking around wearing plastic, which will eventually go out the arsehole or a fish, it also means you're incredibly flammable. Yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> quite sweaty. Quite sweaty. The irony of climate change meaning you don't really need a jumper, particularly when you're in your overheated office party environment and you're wrapped in cling film effectively. So you're going to rouge up a treat. I saw, when I was preparing for this episode, I did the thing that I always do, which is I go to Google News and I put in the word sustainable and then whatever it is I'm looking for. And that's how you find the babble. There's a little yeah. insider don't, trick. No, don't tell people that's our trick. A they think trick. we just know this. No. We're like so well connected that people tell us things. I recommend it. If you're out there, if you're a, a I know, a, a painter of walls and if you want to find the babble that goes on, just put sustainable decoration sustainable paint oh my god you get some amazing things well things that jumped out at me were all of these ways companies at this time of year are more than ever and we have talked in babbles previously about 2019 has been you know great break, breaking of environmental awareness and all that sort of stuff and it's been fantastic and go back and back and listen to all our babbles about that right so companies obviously are bending over to show us how sustainable they are right um, so, so we can you see know, what they had for lunch. I, I'll be amazed. You go to any high street shop, uh, any supermarket, I will be amazed if you don't see them trying to smack you around the head with some eco guff, right? But basically what that tends to extend to is this shit you don't need comes in a slightly less damaging packet. Yeah. 
buy more of this stuff. Buy yeah. all this stuff. It's Christmas. Buy it. Buy it now. So you wouldn't want to miss out. You want to go that thing without that thing. You need that thing. And what if you don't get a thing for that thing, that person will hate you. And that'll make you feel small and full of shame. Buy this thing because it's Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Now... Now, we're not the only people with opinions on this. Uh, the British Retail Consortium, friends of the babble. Uh, what are? Well, they're like the industry body for people who sell shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. that's what it says on their website. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Uh, they, uh, on behalf of retailers, uh, listed in a study that you were talking about earlier, they have said the following. Consumers can be assured that, on average, the clothes they are purchasing have lower environmental impacts. On average? <laughs> on average? <laughs> just better, are they? Just on average? On they're a- just... On average? Better. On, no, look. If you take all the clothes you've got... No, no, look, I know we're talking about Christmas jumpers being made entirely of plastic that's going up the arsehole of a fish. But on average... On average, be assured, it's not that bad. Reasons to be cheerful. Anyway, oh, did you get anything good in the Black Friday sales? Oh, uh, actually, no, I didn't. I didn't indulge or engage. Very good. That's good. Well, yeah, it's not surprising, is it? You only buy a pair of jeans when you absolutely have to every 10 years or something like that. Um, yeah, it was apparently, despite all of, you know, your Brexit-related hoo-ha and people apparently being all wanting to shop less and stuff, apparently, um, it was the biggest Black Friday for years and what was described by the BBC as good news for retailers. Mm. Uh, Black Friday being the thing at the end of November every year, of course, when uh, companies sell stuff apparently cheaper, which then immediately becomes uncheap and everyone fights each other to get a Telly. Do you know why it's called Black Friday? Because it's shit. <laughs> Do you know why it's called Black Friday? No. Because apparently that's the time in America where companies go into the black. Oh, right. Okay, so that's As when they like, make profit. Yeah. Right. From, all year they've been uh, not making profit. And then when everyone goes mad for in America for Thanksgiving, uh, that's the point at which they start turning profit. Very well, I accept. A man may fight for many things. His country, his principles, his friends... The glistening tear on the cheek of a golden child. But personally, I'd mud-wrestle my own mother for a ton of cash, an amusing clock and a sack of French porn. According to a survey, what has been done by a thing called IGD Group, what do, like, surveys for... Oh, they just do retail, retail analysis and retail stuff, analysis. generally. Here's the things people are buying. Here's yeah. how you can make your money because you need to make your money. Do you think IGD stands for, I've got data? <laughs> We're all surprised. Um, they did a survey and apparently they found that 71%, we were talking about this earlier, of shoppers say they want to reduce their eco footprint this year. Oh, very good. Yes. Yes. So they uh, mean by that, apparently, that they are going to take a specific action. <laughs> A specific action to reduce their environmental impact over the season. Right. Um, What's that mean, do you think? I think it basically means buy a cracker that's got slightly less plastic on it than another cracker. Right, something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what it actually means. It means um, over half of people are going to buy more loose fruit and vegetables, not buying them in packets. A third want to avoid buying products with a lot of excess packaging. A third intend to buy more local products and about the same intend to seek out products with easily recyclable packing. So what it means is like 71% of people are going to do something like that. I see. Right. Well, look, this is reasons to be cheerful. Yes. And we, I don't mean to be 
snide about this. Like seventy one percent is a lot of people who are apparently trying to do some good stuff in the course well, of their or shopping. Who, or who say when who asked say, by a yes. ray of someone with a clipboard. Yes. Uh, hello, I'm here to do a survey about how uh, how important it is to do good stuff uh, for the planet. How people who um, do good stuff for the planet generally go to heaven and yes. are more sexually successful. Yeah. Would you like to admit that you're going to burn a fridge in your garden in commemoration <laughs> of the birth of baby Jesus? No thought not. There we are. Progress. And another thing in this survey is that apparently 13% of all households are going to be serving either a vegan or a vegetarian main course, which is for the, uh, more than um, any specific other thing. Well, no, it wasn't any specific no, other okay, thing. Okay, not more than turkey and that sort of thing. Uh, but it came in above, so only 12% said they were going to do ham, 8% said pork, 8% said seafood. Seafood? Seafood. Who does seafood Christmas dinner? You have some clams. <laughs> Or would you like a haddock? <laughs> no, obviously not. Lamb and salmon uh, was, yeah, they're all lower. The, so, so that's quite, that quite, good. That's that's quite from, good. That's up from 9% the year before, apparently. Oh, well, that's so. a big jump. That's nearly yeah. 50% jump, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, that is quite good. Uh, and, you know, Christmas dinner is an opportunity to talk about this stuff. Why Why are you having a vegetarian meal? Aren't you missing out? Aren't you undermining the sanctity of Jesus Christ our Lord? All those sorts of nice, fruitful conversations that we all enjoy having. Yes, because the, uh, it, pretty much the only thing Jesus said was like, you must eat turkey. Kill much. animals, Kill shove animals. them in your gob, have yeah. heart disease. Crikey Moses, we were going to be calmer. Oh, yeah. We were going yeah. to be calmer. But it is, <laughs> we're going to be calmer. Um, that, is, that is good. But, good so the, but the point is, I mean, this survey itself is ferocious babble because it's just asking people some stuff. And all it's reflecting is that people think, yeah, we should probably be a bit greener about stuff. But when you actually find out what people intend to do, they still intend to spend 1.2% more on food and groceries. So 21 billion quid is going to be spent, which is 21 with nine zeros after it. That is a lot of money. That is, is going to close be spent, to the world's biggest number. It's going to be spent on food and grocery for Christmas alone, right? Um, and then, you know, the, the prodigious eco guff that surrounds this stuff and this survey, I'm not sure there's nothing wrong with it. Whatever, a good survey. I'm not going to go at you as a survey, right? Good survey. Come here, have a survey, <laughs> cuddle, right? Thank you very much. But they point that as a way to sort of show that it's all right, people are going to consume less. They say, well, no, no, because it's Christmas, this Christmas, people are going to spend nine, people want to spend less, you know, less consumption. They want to spend less, down by two pounds per person. Oh. So that's what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and then you read the small print. Terrific news. Terrific news. Well, you know, it adds up, doesn't it? If yeah. everyone did, let's say the average spend was £100 per person, everyone did 2% less, that's 2% less shit being bought. So that's not bad, is it all? It's 2% of shit that wasn't going to happen, that wasn't being bought. But and then you read the small print, it's just because people expect the sales to be on and they'll just get stuff cheaper. That's it. It's not that they're actually going to buy less shit they don't need. They just intend to get it cheaper. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of Now, look, the, you've touched on a thing there about the sales. There was another article in the BBC uh, website talking about Black Friday being great, hoo-ha, whatever. By far the most depressing thing I saw in it was where it said, uh, some analyst or other expects footfall, well, I actually said football, but I think they meant footfall, uh, on the three days after Christmas to be busier than on Boxing Day. And I was like, hang on, the three days after That Christmas? is Boxing Day. Yeah, but so Boxing Day has traditionally been a sales day. Well, traditionally as in oh, well, some, yeah, some harking, retailer. Harking all the way back to the pagan rituals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. On the 12th day of Christmas, M&S did another wraparound. Uh, but, but I, you know, it has been a thing. But it just made me realise, hang on a minute. People are prepared to spend some of Christmas Day with their family. They might even put their phone down for some of that yeah. and, like, have a chat, inquire after the health of an uncle, that sort of thing. Maybe play with a child and their new toy. I don't know. But what they're really looking forward to is four days of shopping. And this comes hot on the heels of a day where you have literally sat down and opened a load of presents, what you've just been given. What you probably didn't want. What you probably didn't want. Go you back definitely and listen to need. last year's Sustainable Ball when we talked about how economically inefficient this time of year is. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because everyone then just goes out and buys the thing they really wanted. Yeah. And it's just so depressing. It's so depressing. It's depressing. Everyone talks, oh, Christmas, oh, Christmas, you know, I'll go home, family, catch up with old friends. That's not what they want to do. They want to go shopping. Do they though, or well, do you, do people? Know. I don't. I don't buy this. I don't think that people really want to go shopping. I just think they're being told that's what you have to do, and it's just like, what else are you going well, like, to do? Go and do it, don't they? That's the point. They are. They are there in huge numbers. Yeah, I suppose. Great. How's so, reason to be cheerful gone for you? For more reasons to be <laughs> cheerful next Christmas. We got a good one coming up. Stay with us for the next section. Now, anti Inhoff, do you know what an Inhoff is, Dave? An Inhoff is a bad smell in America. It's a senator called Jim Inhoff who thinks climate change is not real because there's still snow. I checked the other day to see whether he still thinks that on account of how climate change is definitely real, and he still thinks it. So uh, we name a section of the show after him and all of his wretched ilk who are bad about the environment. nice in these turbulent times that some things stay the same. Yes, it? indeed. Yes, so there are anti Inhoffs out there and this week's anti Inhoff was actually sent to us uh, by someone. <laughs> well, it's sent to us by the company in question. So oh, we're going to talk, okay. talk about a company what is not a bunch of Inhoffs. It is not a bunch of Inhoffs and they're not a bunch of Inhoffs because they've started up this thing called a toy library which is kind of what it sounds like. It is a place... <laughs> Little tiny library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're a borrower... This is exactly the place for you. I don't think it could get much worse. The point is, they are recognising that Christmas in particular, but not just Christmas, is a time when lots and lots and lots of children's toys get sold. And children famously don't stay children forever. No, indeed, except you. Uh, (laughs) Apart from me. And grow out of those toys, have different interests, want new toys. And probably didn't even want them in the first place. Probably didn't want them in the first place. And obviously that means that a prodigious quantity of toys are made, which then uh, loiter and fester in cupboards before eventually being shoved up the urethra of a very endangered hermit crab. Yes. Um, and what they basically do is you subscribe, you pay some like, I think it's a tenner a month. And we're not having to, you know, we're not being sponsored by this company. I just think it's cool. And it's just a nice, it's really, it's I a genuinely nice, think it's very good. A nice antidote to all of the vast amounts of crap you don't need. So you subscribe to them. And they basically, like, you go online and you say, I'd like that one, that one, that one. And you get toys, like secondhand toys, obviously cleaned and stuff, sent to you in the post. 
You use them until the kid gets bored, which is probably about five seconds. You send them back and you get something else. So you're basically like subscribing to get toys. And it means you don't have to have them boxes full of toys. You know, like, I, uh, you maybe go around the homes of people who've got kids, toys everywhere, and they've got to have a special room to put all the toys in. And then when that room gets too big, you have a whole house to put an extra room in to put all the toys in. And people don't care. And it, like, kids don't, well, forget. Kids are well, notoriously uh, stupid. Not that, you know, I, I'm, it's great hearing your personal experience of <laughs> um, children and toys here. And I hate to, you know, jump in with a to- actual, actual first-hand <laughs> lack of first-hand experience. Uh, uh, I've definitely got friends and indeed relations who have a, an extraordinary quantity of toys for their kids. You don't buy your kids' toys? No, I do buy my kids' well, toys. Well, well. Um, but partly through reasons of sheer lack of physical space, uh, we don't have very many. And I definitely notice that uh, baby oil number one goes in cycles. So when new toy comes into house, very, very excited, plays with it a lot. Quite soon afterwards, gets bored, leaves it alone. But I've definitely noticed that he comes back to it and he starts being much more creative with it, using it in different ways, interacting with other toys. He's got a, you know, it's cool. He's got a good in- imagination. And I'm convinced, I don't know where he gets it from. Well, I do know, Mrs. Uh <laughs> But I'm convinced that the fact that there are limited options is one of the ways that kind of forces that creativity. Boundless creativity through a narrow band, Ol. Oh. Boundless creativity. Uh, interview with a wonderful musician called Jacob Collier, who uh, is just amazing anyway. Uh, and he's talking about the, uh, the, the sheer vastness of possibility, but you can only really have creativity when you force it through a specific thing that you're forced to be creative with. In the bleak midwinter, That makes a lot of sense to me. And I do think I'm seeing something a bit like that with Baby Oil number one. Um, and yeah, it's fascinating seeing how this all this stuff, going back to this toy library. Look, if you want to look it up, it's, it, its website is W-H-I-R-L-I. Yes, they're called Whirly. They're called Whirly. Dot yeah. com. Yeah. So go and, go and have a look. Um, but to bring it back to, to this, this idea of essentially renting toys and then giving them back and getting some new ones and giving them back. It's really interesting how people respond, particularly elderly relatives respond to the idea that you maybe don't want a toy because that's what generosity is. And I'm sure I've banged on about this in previous sustainable but like that's how people feel. So many people feel like that is the way they can express their love and their generosity. And they say, how about this absolutely mahusive toy for baby oil number one or baby oil number two? And I've said, like, genuinely, there's no room. Like, I, I'm not even just being an eco twat about this. Uh, <laughs> I, not just. Not just being an yeah. eco twat. Like, it, I find it overwhelming and incredibly claustrophobic just having ever more stuff both adult crap and jeans and and child crap as well like it's just it's too much i find it very overwhelming the only control i have in my life is that time at about midnight where i finally get the flat tidied ready for it to be destroyed again in five hours but it i I can't handle it but people can't handle the idea that you don't want these massive plasticky big shiny new toys 
So I think this is really cool. You can do, uh, you know, again, I stress, we have no connection to this company. Just thought it was cool. You can buy, a thing you can do is buy a present for someone, which is a gift subscription to this thing. So that's a thing you can do. And it's probably a lot of stuff like this old. Like, I reckon it would be really, really nice if the Babel Army decided that they weren't going to buy shit they don't need for people this year. Stand, like, actually, you might be surprised. Like old, you might find they don't really want shit bought for them either. And you might then peel back the layers of consumerism and think, well, hang on a minute, maybe I don't need to buy shit for people and people don't really want shit bought for them. And actually, as Jonathan Wise said back in episode 159, we might start to have a conversation about feelings. And when you start talking about feelings, that's the spirit of Christmas. Oh, when you start talking about feelings, you go, you go, you do that sign that Boris Johnson was doing in that interview <laughs> when he forgot it was being filmed. Right, cut, cut, cut. I'm not comfortable. Can we just do a sort of self-deprecating joke or mention football or look at my watch and dash for it? So that is just about it for another episode of Babel and indeed another annual episode of Bauble. Sustainer Bauble 2019 done. Oh, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. I love you, baby. And to you, um, to you buddy. Thank you very much for all your babbling. Um, thank you to the wonderful Dickie Moore for the music that starts, ends and intertwinkles this podcast. Thank you to the legendary... Arthur Stovall for the logo that adorns our t-shirts what you can buy at sustainababble.fish lovely Christmas present that it is indeed <laughs> uh, well it's too late for you to get it by now and uh, <laughs> all of our stuff and thank you to Arabella for for the fifth year in a row reading out the festive eco guff Merry Christmas everyone five years my word look if you would like to send us anything about the show perhaps something you'd like to see us talk about next year in what can only be described as the future 2020 it's the future isn't it, it really is the future uh, do then send us an email you can email us at hello at sustainababble.fish you can tweet us at the babble it's the first time I've got that wrong <gasps> I said baggle wabble baggle wabble <laughs> Bagglewabbon. That's the first time I've Tweet us at the Bagglewabbon. Tweet us at the Bagglewabbon. I was immediately going to change our Twitter handle to the Bagglewabbon. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just search Basebook uh, for Sustainable. Bit rude. Uh, yeah, no, don't do that. Uh, and yeah, just tell us what you think. Do please give us a rating on iTunes yeah, or the other thing we Uh And also tell people it's how podcasts get known about is when you talk about them. That's how everyone knows about Babbel. One knows about it so far, but there could be more of you. So just spread the good news. And if you like what you hear and you want to give us a little present in our sack, please go to our <laughs> Patreon page. We're just for a couple of quid a month, totally up to you. You can dole us a bit of cash and just say, thanks very much, Babble. Here's some money so you don't have to go uh, without. <laughs> <laughs> and if that isn't good, can you tell that we're both steeped in fundraising skills? Yeah, indeed so. Um, so and thank you to everyone who does that. You've made this year possible. And uh, here's to next year. Right. I'm off. I know you are. I'm off <laughs> for a very long time to pickle myself in fortified wine. Splendid news. I'm off to deck the halls with Bowser Volley. There, there we go. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hang on. I need to sneeze. Oh, no. It's gone. Fine. It's gone.